recording on the thing. Yeah, we're back. Okay. Nice, awesome. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. My name is Jordan Fraley. I'm Lucas Dunn. Yeah, you are. And uh, this is SYP Podcast. And yeah, it is. Basically, what we do here is we, uh, we, re- yeah, we review uh, Knoxville, Tennessee filmmaking news, and then we uh, review a movie that uh, we picked out of the hat from last week. Which... This week's was The Descent, the yep. 2005 British horror movie directed by Neil Marshall. And this movie kicks ass. Yes, it does. And we're going to get into that in just a little bit. Then after that, we get into the topic of real shit, where we just talk about... Well, real shit. Real shit. And then we pick a movie out of a hat. Oh, also, we start everything off with a random review, because that's a new thing that we decided to do. So. And this week, we're deciding to torture ourselves. <sighs> yeah. So, just to run down what this week's random review is going to be. First off... Apparently, it's... That is a museum specimen of a corn snake, which has been sitting in that alcohol for over two years, and it smells horrible. So, first off, we're going to uncap this bottle, then we are going to smell it deeply and for a few seconds each, and then we are going to chug that, which is an entire... I don't don't know why we have to chug it. We can't just taste it. No, we have to chug it because it has to torture us because that's what people like, apparently. We have to chug this entire sour goo bottle, and then just to... Put shit on top of this cherry sandwich. We have gummy macaroni and cheese. Yeah. It's, uh, yep. We had a plan, but it failed. So. Yep. So we had to go weird instead. Yeah, we just kind of had to make it happen. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's get to it. Yeah, I guess so. Might have to get a different what? snake. What? Oh, that one won't come off? Nope, that is... Tap the bottom of it. Just like... No. Let me see it. There we go. Ruined our display, but I got it. You got it? I okay. got it. So, yeah, put that I back up there. how it was before. It was just sitting there. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get our... There we go. Goop. Nothing things. ever happened. Yeah. So the goop's ready. Oh. Let's even got a little spoon in the lid. For, We're going to be better prepared for a random review next week. This <laughs> is apparently the serving size. A quarter of a teaspoon. So. I would get mine out, but I turned it upside down. I got it all sticky. Nice. Yeah. Why? I can't get it. Seriously? <laughs> you couldn't get that? No. Just getting a whiff of it without actually smelling it. It's horrible. I don't know why we're doing this. Yes, you do. All right, Jordan, you ready? You know, you know, ladies first. Okay, bottoms up. Jesus, you actually just chugged the whole thing. See, that makes me not want to do it, though. <laughs> How pissed would you be if I just walked out of the podcast right now? There we go. <laughs> oh, I still got more. Jesus Christ. That is not good. That is not good. Who is texting me? I don't, know. I don't like know, and I don't care. Just do the damn bit. Ugh, good Lord. All right. Oh, I got another smell of it. 
that's not that bad. Yeah, it tastes good, but it has the consistency of snot. Yeah. Oh, I still got more. Oh, that's, that's okay. I got the general gist of it. <laughs> yeah, it's really not that bad. Eat a dick, Jordan. That's right. Well, you I mean you you did pick green apple, so I like green apple most of the time. <laughs> well, not then. I'm not a fan of cherry, but you know that really wasn't that bad. Kind of makes me a little sweaty, though. Either that or these damn lights. Now let's try these uh, macaroni and and cheese gummies, which I already opened and tasted a couple earlier. They're pretty good. What? What's the point of doing the review if you already review it pre-review? I couldn't resist. It smells weird. Yeah, it tastes like orange. No. That's not that bad. No. Other than the stench of dead snake, this was okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not too bad. <laughs> now I'm combining it. Why? You should combine it with the alcohol and the snake. No. That's a challenge. Drink the isopropyl alcohol 99% that's in with the snake? Yep. How about no? That's exactly what you should do. Mm. I'm good. No? Mm. But these combined are actually pretty damn good. They kind of remind me of those, uh, what are they called? Uh, juicy Drop Pops. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. It's like a 90s candy where they, uh, it's a lollipop where you put this sour goo on top and it makes it good. Yep, still have no idea what that, that is. All my early 2000s kids come in. Good lord. <laughs> I mean, I, I was, I ate a lot of candy in the 90s. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm pretty sure you just made that up. I did not make that up. It's like a sweet lollipop that you put sour goop on top of. Mm-mm. I'm not buying it. Juicy drop up. You Googling it? Yes, so I can show you. It's one of these. <laughs> you can see them at like Home Depot. They still have them. I've never seen that in my life. Go to Walmart and you'll see them everywhere at every single checkout lane. Like I, like I, I guarantee it. Mm. Hmm. Like a ring pop thing? No, it's not like a ring. Well, like the same candy as a ring pop, but like it has the this sort of thing that you put on top of it. Hmm. It makes it different. No. I don't think I'd eat that. They're pretty good. Yeah, not not for me. Not for me. So this is the type of mac and cheese I'll eat over the stuff we got last week. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Really? The, the stuff we had last week was amazing. Still the best mac and cheese I've ever had, but I don't like it. Oh, my God. Oh. What happened? Camera died. Time to switch batteries. All right, so the camera apparently died in the middle of that, but... Yep, I forgot to charge it after the last shoot, so... Yeah, you've been charging batteries. Shut up, Jordan. I don't understand. <laughs> I really don't understand. I'm going to be eating these the rest of the episode. Please so. don't, because no one here wants to hear you fucking smacking and chewing into the microphone. That's I'll, fucking I disgusting. I into the microphone this time. <laughs> I only did that to annoy you last time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Not on this podcast. <laughs> Good Lord. All right, so yeah, uh, news we have that's coming around uh, this... Pretty soon is uh, the 10th anniversary TN Film Community Mixer. Yep. Yep, the mixer. 
I can still hear you fucking chewing. Please do not eat those goddamn things all fucking <laughs> podcast. I swear to fucking Christ. Okay, I'll put them, I'll put them away. I'll put them away. <laughs> we don't want another rope situation. Fuck no. <laughs> Save that Keep shit. For, Save that shit for your midnight snack or something. <laughs> yeah, we got the mixer coming up. And, um... See, we got, uh... You know that Kane is our mayor? Yeah, I, 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 had no I idea. knew that for a while. I had no idea about that. Yeah, he actually visited us in high school, uh, like senior year. My buddy tried to pay him to get him to choke slam him. My hey. buddy's not that smart. but No. No. Then we got, uh, what's that dude from the Christian films that they keep talking about that's coming? I don't know. I don't keep track of Christian films. I know. I don't either. But they, apparently they stared at a big thing with him. I forgot. It was some film that he did. Anyway, he'll be there. Of course, Silk will be there. Should be a pretty good turnout. Yeah. Like, we went to the one October Back in June? Last, yeah, June last year. And they had another one in between then and now. But we were at, yeah. Did they? Yeah, they had something. It wasn't here. Oh, well, I guess they didn't. Well, we're going to this one. <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, you know this one, so it should be good. It should be a pretty good turnout. Apparently, there's going to be a lot of people going. So yeah, uh, yeah, big tenth anniversary. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. It'd be nice to go to one of these mixers and people actually know who we are now. Yeah, scoot over a little bit more. You're just slightly off. You do realize that <laughs> you need to angle this thing better because I have like this much space between me and the table, and you're like right there on the edge. Well, I just need to move the table this way, then. Pretty much. Yeah, either way. <coughs> Framing. Well, it's well, it's hard getting this framed because I'm like a foot taller than you, and we have to appear like on the same height. You don't technically have to. We just choose to. Yep. <laughs> there you go. See, that works. That's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, if I sit up, my head's almost out of frame. So, nope. Yeah, nope. And this is only for the visual view. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Damn it, August, your DVD's too top-heavy. It is. I don't have my glasses on, so I can't tell if this is going to be centered or stay up. There it is. Yeah, that's good enough. It's fine. Good enough. It'll work. Yeah, we have uh, the Strange Films, Strange Tales DVD and my Keith David signed bobblehead over there. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, we... Pretty much wrapped a majority of shit on uh, stop, not steps. <laughs> I nope. Was say steps. Nope. Recording canceled. Card error. God damn it. Oh, what happened? That- all right, and so we're, we're back again from that little shit. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah, I love all the technical errors today. Oh yeah, it's um, always fun. And yeah, we this is the most we've had in a while. <laughs> it's nice we're only ten minutes in. <laughs> yeah. This might end up being a shorter podcast than usual. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Like, we still got a lot to talk about, though. Yeah, that's very true. So, first things first, though. That new episode of The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. We just, uh, the new episode that came out this week was episode three with Bill and Frank. If you don't know who they are, you didn't play the game or you didn't watch the show. So either go watch the show right now, because we're probably going to spoil this whole episode. Oh, yeah. No, definitely are. Because, <laughs> like... We've been keeping up with it week by week at this point. It's been three weeks since it started, and this is probably my favorite video game adaptation ever. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like it I is mean, I didn't play the game, so. Legitimately one of the best TV shows I've seen. And it's based on my favorite game, so like that's just a win-win for me. Yeah. No, I mean, the, the show is fantastic. And it, Even it if you've changes never played just the game. enough about the games to keep it fresh, too. Like Yeah. Nothing that happened in the third episode happened in the game. Hmm. Well, I guess I haven't played the game, so I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that happened in this episode that's similar is that Joel and Ellie aren't on their way to Bill's. They are aren't. Are. Oh, okay. <laughs> they like they went to Bill's. Oh, that's the yeah. only thing similar. <laughs> yeah, and then they left to go do something. Like in the game, Bill was just this old survivalist living alone, kind of like he was at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Except he was like that way for the whole 20 years. But Frank did exist in the game, but he ran away towards the end just because he got tired of Bill's shit and ended up getting bit and hanging himself. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and they find his dead body. Oh, wow. So Bill is not dead in the game right now? No, Bill survived the game. Oh. Wow, okay. And another uh, detail that I, August pointed out to me, like, I already knew what was going to happen, but, like, what I forgot to tell you was the foreshadowing for a part coming up in the game where Ellie picks up Frank's old pistol. Because that's almost an exact recreation of Ellie's pistol that she gets in the first game. Hmm. But with that, like, I like how they're giving them different types of little origins for these materials that you would see in the game. Yeah. Because, like, in the original game, whenever she got that pistol, Joel gave the pistol to her after she uh, ended up shooting somebody for the first time. Okay. I wonder if they're going to cover that in the next one. I have a strong feeling that they are. Because usually, as soon as you get to Bill's place in the game, that's when shit really starts to pick up. Oh, okay. So, so the rest of the season is going to be fucking wild. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Like... And the big thing with this episode, it was a super deep dive character study into Bill, which I really loved. And and Frank, because you only saw Frank's dead body in the game, and he wore, like, Hawaiian shirts. I don't think he wore Hawaiian shirts. In the... He didn't wear Hawaiian shirts in this no. one, but he, uh, they were both really likable. Nick Offerman killing it. And the other guy, who I cannot remember his name, killing it as Frank, too. I was, gonna, I was just going to call him Frank. Yeah. Frank killed it. <laughs> yeah, Bill and Frank both killed it. But yeah, just go watch the episode if you haven't yet, just because it is phenomenal and legitimately one of the best episodes of TV I've seen. Yeah, that's apparently what a lot of people are saying. Like, I don't think it's like Ozymandias from Breaking Bad levels, but it is phenomenal. It's up there. It's up there, but it's not quite to that level. Just because there are some, like, I have a little bit of bias coming from playing the game eight times before watching the episode. Yeah, that's like, true. I really wanted to see Frank and, or just Bill interacting with Ellie and Joel because they had a really fun dynamic in the game. Yeah. yeah. But apparently, since, from what I've been reading, that since Bill died, it kind of changes. If you're basing this rest of the series off of the game, it changes everything. Not really, no. I heard that it changes a lot of shit. Because Bill only shows up a little bit in the game. Like, he's only in it for about an hour. Hmm. Well, I don't know. That's what I was reading. People were saying that since Bill died, and he's not going on there with him, that it's going to change a lot of shit for Joel and Ellie. No, not really. Like, they're still on know. the same trajectory that they were. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I guess we'll see next week. I think what they're talking about is just they didn't have the porno mag uh, discussion. Oh, yeah. 
Because <laughs> I heard a lot of people upset by that, which I'm happy that both of them have like exclusive little moments to them. Yeah. Like, they still Ellie, kept the cassette uh, tape thingy. Oh, yeah. So. And they played a different song. Like, in the trailer, they played the original song from the game, Alone and Forsaken by Hank Williams Sr. Hmm. Which I still can't wait to just see what happens next in the show. Like, because next upcoming, they, uh, they go to Pittsburgh and where they meet, uh, I know, Henry and Sam. Hmm. And that's usually the part of the games where people get real devastated for the first time outside of the intro. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? What happens? You'll just have to see. <laughs> so, yeah, that's enough. I want to know. <laughs> that's enough of the Last of Us discussion, because... My cat is a cat eating. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, let's keep the Last of Us discussion a bit yeah. on the back burner for now, because the show is still ongoing, and people who haven't played the games, they should just... I want them to have some. You should know that anything we talk about here, we're going to spoil. So That's very true. If you're spoiling, you're like, oh, damn it, man. Blame yourself and damn your upbringing. Blame, blame your parents for how they raised you as a child. It's exactly who you should blame. Yes. Yep. Every single time. Every time. Never fails. Yep. Like yep. every time Jordan does something stupid, it, oh, damn it, mum. Yep. Pretty much. <laughs> yep. Except it didn't say mum. <laughs> damn it, mum. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, other than that, so we got stop. Uh, wrapping up should be wrapped pretty damn soon. Should, hopefully, we'll be out sometime in February. Yeah, and then I'm not gonna say anything about it, but I came up with a concept for a new short that's gonna be a doozy. Yep, it's gonna be a doozy. That's about it. That's all I can say really about that. <laughs> Without giving well. anything away. Well, anyways, you ready to get into our main hunk of the episode, The Descent? The Descent, yes. So, goddamn, this movie. I know, I've seen it like 15 times, and so I didn't even rewatch well, it. Well, you can go ahead and give the synopsis then. I mean, basically, these chicks, they go out, um, they're going to go spelunking, which is cave diving, and uh, they're going to go to this one place, but then the fucking rogue adventure chick... Uh, wait, how did that go? It was, it was one of the chicks basically ignored where they were supposed to go and, and discovered that there was a cave that had not been yeah, Juno. named. Yeah, Juno. That there was a cave that had not been named, so basically she takes them there. They find out when they're in this cave after basically a, an hour in the movie. Yeah, an hour in the movie. that um, And they can't get out. Um, because there was a, like, what was it, like a rock slide, I think? Yeah, a rock slide trapped them in, so they have to find their way out of the cave forward instead of going back. Yep, and they don't know the layout of the cave because they're not in the cave that they originally thought they were. That causes a lot of drama. And then, introduce the crazy-ass cave, cave people <laughs> that have been down there for centuries and have adapted and they're blind and they hunt by sound, kind of like bats. Or clickers in The Last of Us. Yeah, and they're super fast, and they can climb on walls, and they just terrorize the shit out of them. And like super gory movie, very violent, but also really good characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One chick gets a pickaxe straight to the throat on accident. Right after Juno's fighting like two other crawlers with the axe yeah killing them both she was pretty badass and then all of a sudden she just got nervous and just turned around behind her and boom it was her friend to be fair her friend should have said something 
Yeah, you don't you don't just creep. When up you like see that. somebody murdering the shit out of what you can't tell are people or not, say something before sneaking up on them when yeah. they have a weapon in hand. Yeah, you definitely have to do that. And then, so she basically just leaves her there to die. Damn. And then, when she goes back to the group, tells them that uh, yeah, she she didn't she make died. It. Yep, she didn't make it. But before uh, Juno left, I think her name was Beth in the movie. Stole her. Like necklace. Yeah, she when she grabbed her like neck or whatever, she like pulled off the necklace. Yeah. yeah. Which was actually the necklace that Sarah Sarah, the main character's husband, gave to Juno because Juno was sleeping with her husband. Which her husband died at the beginning of the movie. Why didn't we just do this in order? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, her I forgot husband, about that part. At the very beginning of the movie, Sarah, Juno and one other person I can't remember were uh whitewater rafting in Scotland and uh yeah, on the way home from that whitewater rafting trip. I think that was her daughter. Yeah. No, her daughter was on the bank, but... Oh, well, with in, the, the in, the, in the truck, though. Yeah, but there were yeah. three people in the raft. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't remember the thing. I don't remember that. But, yeah, on the way home from this trip, they get into a wreck, because Paul was being stupid and not paying attention to the road, and uh, gets a bunch of pipes through the face! Yeah. Killing both him and their daughter, <laughs> and traumatizing her. Yep. And then that ties in, too, because when when uh, Sarah finds the necklace from Beth, she realizes it's a necklace that Juno had, and she remembers it was also it was the necklace that her husband gave her. And she kind of puts two and two together, and then it's not only survival, but it's like, let's see if we can kill this bitch, which she does an amazing job. Oh, yeah. The acting in this movie is phenomenal. Too. Yeah. Like, like I liked how it wrapped around. She did, like, the pickaxe to the leg and then just left her there. Yeah. Which they did make a descent to. We're not Don't watch that. Descent, Don't watch that. <laughs> Completely unnecessary sequel. Like, it's not bad, but it's just nothing. No. This one is, is way better. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a kick-ass movie. Like, yeah. And... I do have some notes, like, the first thing I wrote down was they use a stock hawk shriek sound effect in the very beginning while they're uh, walking up to this cave. They do a what? Like, they use a stock hawk shriek. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, just like the most innocuous thing that's just like, wow, I've heard that sound effect ten million times before. Yeah. Then, like, whenever they get to the cave, they have these horrible CGI bats. Oh, yeah, those bats were fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and I Everything else CGI was fantastic, but the bats, they just couldn't get down. That was probably one of those things they added at the last second. Yeah, and then they have these... They have a lot of fake dead animals in this movie, and none of them look convincing. No. But then you get to the practical effects on the wall crawlers, and they're phenomenal. Yeah, they, they didn't... They used all their money on them, and I understand why. Yep. Because they needed them to look good. They don't give a shit about these fake animals that get eaten. No, they don't care. As they should. That deer carcass. The, that deer. <laughs> I've literally wrote down laughably bad fake deer. Nice. <laughs> Above the bad CGI bats. Yeah, I think it's been like, it's been like six years since I've seen that film. And like, so all, I, like I said, I've seen it so many times. I know it like the back of my hand. And, like, this movie flows phenomenally. Yeah. Like, really inventive scene transitions, like, really good lighting, 
for basically pitch black the entire movie. Yeah. And there's one sequence in the beginning of this movie that makes you more claustrophobic than anything I've ever experienced in a movie before. Oh, is that right before the rock right collapse? Right before the rock collapses when Sarah out. gets stuck and, she's and has a out. panic like, oh attack. Oh my god, oh my god. Like, yeah. Mm, that I one was that. just painful for me to watch. Yeah. But then, like... They had to set the leg of one of the characters after it got Ooh, broken, yeah, falling down that. into the yep. shaft. That was so hard to watch, but it would. There's good practical effects in that too. Yep. I don't See know the how they sticking did... out and then it goes oh. back in and oh, the sound design in that too, just super bloody, super hard to watch. Like the bone splintered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's the first one to die. That's the garage door. Just don't worry about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, she was the first one to die in the movie. After getting her leg snapped in half, she uh, encounters the wall crawlers, and they literally bite her throat out and start eating her. Yeah. What did that actor do to piss off the director? <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, it, her death was... Well, all the deaths really were... No one had a quick death. No, like even when somebody got their throat ripped out while hanging over a chasm, yeah, it still took a while for her to bleed out. So, and she still stabbed that wall crawler too. Yep, like and made it go down into water below. Which was Juno in that scene too? Was she the one that got into the water? Yeah, yeah. Because whenever they got surrounded, after all of her friends got killed at once, pretty much. Yeah. She jumped into this chasm of water. Because that's the only way they could go. Yeah, the only way she could go. And had to stab this other crawler that just got stabbed underwater. Wait, was that Juno or was that, that I think Sarah? that was Juno. Because okay. Juno was... Uh, I mean, Sarah was in the pit of blood. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Which... Why do they have a giant pit of blood? I don't know, but whenever she's moving and all of a sudden you see that one just kind of creep up, it's like you don't even, you never saw that coming. Yeah. Like you hear it, but it's not like, oh, it's in the same room, not, it's, oh, it's under the blood too. Yep. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know she had to take a lot of showers after that shit. (laughs) Oh, God. And then like, Jesus Christ, this is right after she has to mercy kill the one that, uh got axed in the throat by Juno earlier. Oh, yeah. Like, she had to bash her head in with a rock. Uh, she did it more than once, didn't she? No, I think it was just the, just one, the one time. The one definitive strike from above. Ooh. Ooh. And yeah. then, like, oh, God. It gets you. It really does, because, like, I wrote down early in the mo- in my watch that there were a lot of, that all the characters were good if there were a bit too many. No, I took that back by the end of it. Yeah. Everyone got a thing to do, even if that thing's stupid. Yeah. Man. I felt really bad for everyone involved in this, and I wish that Juno died in this movie. Well, I mean, unless you... If you don't watch the sequel, then you can assume that she does die. Yeah. God, the sequel. But, uh... Yeah. My biggest problem with the movie is that they didn't double-tap most of the monsters. Yeah. Like, even if they're on the ground and they look dead, just take that axe. It's one quick swing. Just do it again. Yep. 
double tap. Like, but I mean, it's a horror movie. No one does, really does that. I mean, they should. Sarah did it the one time when she axed the dude and then axed him in the head. Oh yeah, that was a good double tap. But the rest of them, no. But that's I, why they died. Yeah, I literally wrote down noticeable lack of double tapping is my biggest problem. Even if it looks dead, bash that bitch again. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and like right before they go on the caving adventure in the beginning. They take a group photo. Oh, yeah. And that group photo is playing over the credits. Yep. And it just goes to show like how much shit they got into with this. A lot. A lot. A lot. thing that fucked me up when I saw the movie, I saw it in theaters. I think it was like the day it came out. Jesus. Oh, yeah. I saw the trailer and I was like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's a kick-ass movie. Yep. And, uh, you know, my buddy went to go see it, and then two weeks later, he surprised me with a Christmas present of us going spelunking in Mammoth Cave, because <laughs> he thought that was a good idea. A great idea. We had to sign a waiver to where if we died, they were not held liable. Did you know that Mammoth Cave is one of the uh, last places where you can get, like, pure yellow Kentucky pine snakes? No. I didn't. Yeah, they're, pretty, they're really cool looking, too. <laughs> so, yeah, so we get into this thing, and our guy goes through all this stuff with us and everything, and then we, there were certain parts we had to get through where, like, just like that claustrophobic thing that you were talking about with Sarah getting stuck, yeah, we had to go through that, like, where I had to, like, take off the helmet so I could and actually get, because it was, like, this, this, yeah, take off the backpack and move it off to the side, because it's literally this much space for 100 yards yeah i'm good 100 yards and then you're just you're getting in there and you're doing that and you come out this tiny ass little hole into this big cavern and uh then we went to one spot where they thought it was it was one of those points where they like turn off all the lights so you can actually see how pitch black it is. And it's like redefines pitch black. Like it's If somebody ever said that to me on a caving trip, no, I'm good. Well, it was the guide. <laughs> if the guide says that, no, I'm good. Yep. I don't want to see So we did that. And then this one motherfucker in the group decided that was the perfect moment to sing the Star Spangled Banner. Wait, what? Yep. He just started singing it. All righty then. Yep, he just started singing it, and it, and I and me, I mean, we just got done watching the descent. That's the perfect setup for shit to start going south. <laughs> and then as soon as it gets done, they just turn on all the lights, and That's I'm like, I'm looking around, and I'm just like, oh fuck, okay. You should have just started doing those sound effects for like the crawlers, just like, Bleh. oh Jesus. I thought about it, but I was I was already freaked out enough. And then we had to go to this one part where it's like we had this like ledge that was about like this. Well, it, was, it wasn't really this wide. It was mainly like this wide. Really, I'm trying to yep, about like this wide. So that's you not had to wide enough. Do what? That's not wide enough. Well, it got wider. That's still not yeah. wide enough. Well, the thing is, we had to. I had to put my foot on a piece of the ledge that was like this wide on both sides and walk across it. As it got wider, <laughs> in order to get to the next area that we had to go to, and it's like why two hundred foot drop because that's how we had to get out. <laughs> and so we were all doing that, and she told us she was like, "God, we're, 
Just right. leave it. Yep. <laughs> and so, what? what is it, the ones that grow from the ceilings? Stalactites. Yeah, stalactites. She was telling us, like, whenever she yells, move, you just go to one side of the thing and press your body against there as fast as you can because they fall all the time. So I'm like, great. So, keep in mind, I'm still looking out for these wall crawlers, fuckers. Because <laughs> I'm still freaked out from this movie. <laughs> and so, uh, we uh, we were doing that, and I get to the point where I'm like, I'm not really doing the splits, but I'm getting to where it's like uncomfortable. Like, my legs are cramping, because we had to go about 200 yards just on this thing to get to this next spot. And then all of a sudden, we just hear, move! Yep. And I was just like, boom. And luckily, I, I was struggling at first. And then when I did, I felt the wind of the stalactite go past me. And it was just like, whew. And I was like, okay. Damn. And then after that, the rest of the trip was pretty simple. <laughs> no, not worth it. I'm never going caving. Yep. Like, I'll go to those caves at Iams because they're only like 50 feet deep. Yeah, this is intense as shit. We were in there for six hours. The six-hour trip. You serious? Yeah, we were in the cave for like six hours. I'm good. No, he paid like two hundred fifty bucks a piece for us. It was free for me. It was my Christmas present, so I was like, "Okay, cool." I let him know every time. I was like, "Dude, if I die, that's on you." <laughs> I'm good. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm not usually scared of things like that, but no, I'm. Uh, that just seems like way too unnecessary of a risk. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was it was fun. It was terrifying, but it was fun. Yeah, it would have been as terrifying if it hadn't been like two weeks after I saw the descent. So, why? No, I'm, this no, is because you were peeking. You what? You were peeking. Oh well, you peek all the time. No, I don't. Your shit's loud as fuck. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Not this time. <laughs> hmm. Trust me. You don't edit this. I do. I know, but I listen to it afterwards. <laughs> Yeah. So, what would you do differently? Double tap. Really? That's the only thing. That's it? Yeah, really. I think they used the resources that they had in the best ways possible. I just wish they would have bashed that bitch in one more time. I really wish... The only thing I would... I wouldn't do anything different with this film. I would make a prequel, though. Talking about oh, how... Yeah. how the, like the first expedition that got down there? Yeah, or even how the wall crawlers got started. Like the first expedition that went under golf, golf. I guess so, yeah. Because there was some, you could already tell there was some, like, wasn't there a scene where they, like, there was some leftover shit from... Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff from, like, the 1800s where they uh, did caving stuff. Yeah. Or, like, 1950, I don't know. Oh, yeah, one of those little... Yeah, it was like a uh, hook that you hammer thing. into the top instead of yep. one that you use. Like, Which still worked. It still worked for... A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> then it fell out and uh, Juno nearly died. Yeah, but she didn't, unfortunately. Yeah. I well, that at that part the in the time. movie, she wasn't as bad. Yeah, that's true. Like, the whole cheating on... The whole, hel like, helping the dude cheat on his wife. No, that's completely messed up. Don't do that. But you don't deserve to die for that. Yeah, no. Wait a minute. Like, they're right? an unlikable bitch, but... Oh, it says 15. I thought it said 25. I was like, there's no way. No, that says 5, Jordan. That says 15. No, that says 5. Oh, it does say 5. 
Need better glasses. They're there. Well, they are dirty as shit. So I don't even have my glasses on, and I can see that. Yeah, I can't. It's blurry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what would you rate it? Honestly, I, I'd give it a nine five. Damn. Like this is one of the most enjoyable horror movies I've ever seen. Damn. Okay. And like the wall crawlers, they don't even get introduced until like an hour in. Yeah. That's where the conflict starts. That isn't human based. Yeah. <laughs> Like, there's drama throughout, but that's... And when they get introduced, they get introduced. God, that one jump scare with the freaking video camera. Oh, yeah. He's just standing there behind him like... Yeah. That got me. Really? What what would you rate it? i go like an 8-9. Really? Damn. Yeah. So not quite to tick-tick-boom levels on... No. No, I mean, it's good, but it's, it's... I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a fantastic film, but it's it's one of those that stands out, but there wasn't... It's a good, fun film. It's not one that just, like, you leave and you're just like, damn, this really got me in my emotions, other than shitting your pants. <laughs> well, that's what it... It wants to be a fun house. Yeah. Which is what it did. And it did a fantastic uh, okay, job. Okay, hold on, though. Whenever that picture was up on the screen at the end, you can't tell me you didn't get a little emotional. Whether it was the first time or not. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. I was a little bummed out. <laughs> man, that ain't cool, man. They all died. <laughs> Shit ain't cool, man. <laughs> Shit ain't fair. Yeah. Life's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it was one of the better theater experiences I've definitely had at the at the movies, so... I was four years old when this came out. Jesus. Which means what? I was 18? I don't know. 19? <laughs> Something like that. Who cares? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, on to the next segment after these words from no one. Yeah. Hello. All right, we're, we're back, back with again. real shit, and we fixed the display. Yes, we did. It'll get knocked over again, I guarantee you. I just don't want August to yell at me later. <laughs> he beats me sometimes when we're alone. Oh, no. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> okay. So, real That's shit. Why Johnson's so scared in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to love. <laughs> Instantly. <laughs> Instantly fell over. Shit. Sorry, August. <laughs> it's just going to stay that way. <laughs> it has to. It has to. Just don't beat me as much as you did last time. Please. Please. I said stop. He just kept going. I don't know what's going on with him. He just thought you were plugging the short, Jordan. He's going through some real shit. Yeah, Speaking of real shit, great segue into our segment. <laughs> yes. Only thing I got, I slammed this finger in a car door. And how'd that go for you? Pain. Describe that pain. Extreme. I got lightheaded. Yeah, you had to lay down on the ground. It was comfortable down there. Don't judge me. <laughs> you had to lay down on the ground. I thought, I don't know. I, I've i never seen that happen. I've never had that happen. <laughs> I have been stabbed before, and it was less painful than that. Yeah. I don't Maybe your hands are sensitive. I, don't, I guess so. I don't know how that would be more... Maybe it was a mixture of the cold and it being sideways and being pinched like that. Oh, yeah, probably, yeah, that... 
Yeah, that would do. I thought it was like flat like this. No, it was not flat. <laughs> oh, so it was like this. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that'll... Yeah. I mean... And there was no like padding in the car door in that section, so... Oof. Well, now you know. And now it's it's numb. It's... Now. <laughs> uh, there's no nerves left in that section of finger, which is probably for the best, because I didn't need nerves in that finger. No, I mean, this finger really, I mean... Other than signing your life away, you really don't need it for much. Hey, then I'm not planning on doing that. So. Yeah, no. You're gonna. Get I don't it. know. Well, I may throw a wrench in my arms, but what? I don't know if that's a spread. That's uh, that's. Life may throw a wrench at my head, but either way. Okay, I was say if it throws a wrench in your arms, you just catch it. Mm. Yeah. Thanks, life. <laughs> Thanks for the free wrench. <laughs> I mean, I guess unless you don't see it coming, then I can, how big is the wrench? If is you can like dodge a, a wrench, you could dodge your life. That's, again, not another saying that people... It should be. It doesn't make sense. I don't see how you can dodge your own life. I mean... Well. <laughs> there's a couple ways. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to get that dark, though. No, this is real shit, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> So, what's your real shit? No, that's all you got? I mean, we just wrapped on stop. You never talk about anything with that. Well, it's not out yet. I wanted to save most of that for once it's out. Well, yeah, but I mean, still. Like I just, I, with stop, we got about 90% of it done. We got well, more than 90%, but we... Uh, like 91. Honestly, with live action just getting footage, we have <laughs> like two shots left to get, and then we're done. Yep. So, yeah, and that's pretty amazing. We are about 19 minutes into the runtime. Yeah. Which, this is supposed to be like a 5 to 10 minute short. It's a 5 page script. <laughs> Even the original script was like 10 pages. And like, that's just the thing. Whenever we first started recording, I thought they were kind of rushing through the dialogue. Really? So if I had gone at my original pace. Oh, God. This would have been a much longer movie. Yep. Yeah, well, it's those things like whenever you're writing down in a script, you write out the emotions and stuff, and how people emote them, and then when you put it on camera, you kind of have to let it breathe, so yeah. on page, it's like a second or two, and then once you actually shoot it, it's like 10 to 15 seconds. So five pages turns into about 50 minutes. Yeah. Or at least that's how the shape went. <laughs> You know, the shape was 45, min 45 pages, and the runtime was 46 minutes, so. But you kept right in with that. <laughs> I did. I don't know how the fuck I did it. I don't either. But, you know, hopefully with the next one we can do that even and more. Especially when the first quarter of the movie didn't have a script other than just, hey, let's just I copy just knew the what I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. Which, those are the best kind of scripts, usually. Yeah. Just we go off of a general format, and then it's like, bam, 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 bam. You have to hit six different plot points but that's just the way anything between then could be good could be bad it's just there yeah we just kind of improv it and see see how it goes yeah <laughs> see what happens but yeah with the like the cinematography the acting i think we've really stepped up our game with everything from the shape yep and like it's intense oh yeah even without music like the ending gets my heart racing yeah because it does have a good like kind of build up to that Climactic end. So, yeah. Yeah, and you have two cameos in this one. Do I have two? Yeah, you do. I just thought I had the one. No, you have one where you're in the car, and then one where you're a different guy. Where's the one that I'm in the car? 
You're a dead body. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. I yeah, completely Jordan heard. has two roles in this. I do. <laughs> and he's completely uncredited at the beginning. Yeah. That's how, that's how it works, though. Yeah, yeah, I'll be credited. You'll be credited at the end. Yeah, I better be. Shit. Well, we already, like, we even have an, in, an intro credits to this one. Yeah, which I hate intro credits. I love I'll never do intro, intro credits. credits for my shit. I you can do them all day, but... Uh, well, the intro credits for this only last 20 seconds. Yeah, and it's not too bad. Yeah, and with like, the music, it'll be... With the music, it'll be good and intense. Yeah, it'll be it'll be better. It'll flow a lot smoother. Yeah. And just seeing a sound, like a silent screen. <laughs> silent screen. Zoom. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Wait. I'm so glad I figured out how to do that zoom and post. Oh, you did it in post? I did that in post, yeah. Oh, okay. And it looks good, doesn't it? Yeah. I gotta figure out how to do that kind of... Well, I don't really think I... I mean, I can learn how to do it just to have the knowledge, but... Which I know I'm gonna be using that in the future, too. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, even though this is 99% likely the last thing I'm ever gonna edit with that yeah. software. Yeah. I've had to jump through so many hoops with this. Touch me and pros where it's at. Yeah. Well, pros the next thing on the list. Yeah, it is. Your life will change. Oh, I do the I, same thing with Rob when I was talking to him. I talked to him for like three or four months on his ass to get pro, and then finally he got it. And now it's just like, yes. Because he was just doing, well, he was doing Elements before he did Pro. Well, Elements, that's still Adobe, isn't it? Yeah, but Pro is like a whole new level. Like, Elements is just like grade school editing. Hmm. Yeah, pro, you get down to like the color grading where you can like, you know, zoom in and you can select like the iris of their eyes and you could change that color and select that out if you oh, wanted Jesus. to. Or you want to do like just part of their face right here, you could kind of polish that up if you wanted to. And it runs for the whole clip. It gets very detailed. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what would be nice? <laughs> if you would download pro, I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's coming up. I can't keep escaping it. No, you can't. Thank God. Especially after the bullshit that has been this editing session. So It's been a rough one. <laughs> yeah, it has. Nothing's been easy. Nothing's been easy, but look at the product. It's doing well. Oh, yeah. It's doing good. Definitely doing good. Like, just compare the editing in this one to the original shape. Damn. Yeah. Also, definitely that one shot night. of the night, I figured out how to make the fade work. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay, sweet. So that's one less shot we need to get. Nice. Nice. So, yeah, is that uh, anything else? or anything? No, really not. Like, I, uh, we went to Myrtle's Chicken the other day. It was pretty good. Oh, yeah, we did. Pretty good. It was good. My wallet didn't like it. No, my wallet didn't like it either, but... $9 for deviled eggs. But they were worth it. I would never normally do that, but I was like, it said deviled eggs, and I didn't see a price. <laughs> Even though it was right there. When I see deviled eggs, which everything else disappears, because I'm a whore when it comes to deviled eggs. Like, flat out. Don't care. That's fair. Someone could murder my whole family and just apologize by giving me a plate of deviled eggs, and I'd be like, we're good. <laughs> Didn't like them anyway. We're fine. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. I would be so happy if I just ate deviled eggs the rest of my life. Nice. They're amazing. And it sucks because people only make them when it's Thanksgiving, 
Christmas. Mainly on like, Thanksgiving. Christmas, they really kind of don't as often. My family usually does them for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and like Easter. Yeah, Easter because of all the egg hunts. You'd think. I've never had deviled eggs. Well, your family nope. also. Tennessee family. Yep. Okay, yep. Gotta say, yep. <laughs> Tennessee family sucks. Yeah, because, I mean, well, actually, anyone in my family, we don't really do anything for Easter. Mm. That's probably for the best. Easter sucks. Unless it has deviled eggs. What did Jesus dying have to do with eggs? I don't know, but I remember when I was a little kid, I loved Easter because I would go into my neighbor's yard. And steal their eggs. Yep. I would. Well, no, I wouldn't steal the eggs. You should have. Nope. I would go through, because I watched where they placed them. And I would steal go, the stuff out of them? Yep. I would go there at night. <laughs> In their yard. And Did they have one that had like a $50 bill in it? Oh, they, they were, a majority of them were cash. <laughs> and I went out there, and I got all the candy and the cash. I left the egg right where it was, and went back into my house, and got up the next morning when it was Easter, and the entertainment I had for Easter was watching all the kids just open eggs. Empty eggs. Empty eggs. All their hopes and dreams just gone. And seeing that devastation in their eyes really made that holiday one of my favorites when I was a little kid. <laughs> Oh my god. I know, I was a horrible person. No, that's amazing. <laughs> I did, I just sat up in my room because I was in an upstairs little room and I just looked down and I was like, <laughs> as I'm eating there, counting my 50s. <laughs> of course, I'm like 10, what the fuck am I, what do I need a 50 for? <laughs> Everything. Man, $50 on your 10 is like a million dollars now. Oh yeah. Go and get some Bakugan or Pokemon at the mall. Yep. But yeah, that's how I spent every Easter for about five years. And I think they caught on. I think they caught on. I think they caught on. And they stopped putting cash in every egg and only put it in one like ten? No, they they put the eggs out there. These people were smart. They put the eggs out there. And they put them out there empty. So when I would try to go get stuff out of them, there was nothing there. And then like right before people showed up, then they go back through and fill up the eggs. (laughs) That's smart. Yeah. Maybe they thought that it was just like a, uh, well, they knew it was either an egg bandit or like a raccoon or something. Yeah, a very creative raccoon. A very creative raccoon. <laughs> it just opens it no up precisely evidence. and then takes it out, closes it, and puts it exactly where he found it. Yes, takes all the money only. <laughs> no, I took the food too. Fair enough. I took that candy. You kidding me? Easter candy is the best kind of candy. You know what I did with the candy that I didn't like though? You kept it? Nope. I took it. I threw it away. <laughs> Good. So you just cleared the whole thing? Oh, yeah, I went through every. They usually had like 15 to 20 eggs out there. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Oh, my family, we have a lot of people in our family. So they just put out like 50 to 100 eggs oh, usually. Oh, Jesus. You can't even hide those properly. No, well, there's a few very obvious ones, but I win the Easter egg hunt every single year mm. because I am a herper. And I know where to look for stuff in places that they shouldn't be. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> so I will flip every log, rock, or tree Yeah, to get these eggs. And I have won the past ten years combined, basically. We'll see how this year goes. I don't see why they don't just have me f- helping hide them. Because then no one would ever find them. Yeah, but then it would be more fun. Because <laughs> then I could go back through and win again. <laughs> Because you already know where they're at. Exactly. Oh, my God. I never lose. That's fair. <laughs> people are, people just want to go and have fun on Easter. I see this as competition. Yeah. <laughs> I am getting all of this candy, money, and 
whatever it can get me. Well, I mean, well, here's the thing. To be fair, all the kids in my neighborhood were assholes. Yeah, they can eat a dick. Yeah. Oh, Simba's out. They would yell at me because I was in their creek trying to catch stuff. You serious? Yeah. Okay, let's go burn their house. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think no. they live there anymore. I'm pretty sure they have their own families and they have life together. You know, I wonder if those your neighbors still put out those eggs before. Because maybe we can go and uh, film a video of us stealing all the eggs. I don't think they do because they don't have... Like, both the people that live there, the old... The, Nobody's grandparents, they passed away, and now it's his parents that are in there. And they don't really do much. Mm. So, and the neighborhood has changed. There's no kids really running around. That's how my neighborhood growing up is now. Like, growing up, there were a bunch of kids my age and just a little bit older. And, like, but as soon as, like, middle school hit, middle school into high school, like, we moved away just because there was nothing really there for us anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, the friends grew apart, got into their own little cliques, started mm. doing their own things. Like, as soon as people were able to start driving. Oh, yeah, that's just, when it's over. Because you were growing up in that sort of situation, you're really only friends with the people who you can immediately, like, go and be around a lot of the time. Yep. But as soon as you get to that next threshold where you're around a much bigger group of people, a much more diverse group of people, it's just like those friends that you had before, they're just an afterthought. Yeah, I saw something on Facebook that said uh, there was a night when you were playing with your friends outside when you were younger, and it was the last time, and you don't know when that was. I actually remember the last time. Oh, I don't, because there were just so many bunch of random different things that I was doing. It's like, damn, and all of a sudden it just stops. I remember it because it was the last like summer I lived in that neighborhood, and we played a game called Manhunt. Mm-hmm. Or it was one hunter having to hunt down like 15 different people. Oh, Jesus. So it was like a mass hide and seek, but as soon as you get caught, you join in the hunters. Yeah. And we would just do this over the entire neighborhood, and it was so fun. Like, we had a woods that we could hide in. We had houses we could hide around. Damn. We had to eventually section off different parts of it just to, like... It was basically like hide and seek. Uh, like a really big game of hide and seek with Nerf guns. Oh, see, we had a thing... With my cousins down here where we did uh, hide-and-seek at night. No, it was at night. Oh. Yeah. we wore all black, like my cousins had like face paint. That's when I had a coyote sniff my ass. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. But yeah, like that last time we played, it was just... That was the last time I really felt like I did. Just because it was everyone there having a good time. None of the neighbors coming out and then like... It was just us. Yeah. I get that. And then after that, we moved away to this uh, neighborhood close to, a lot closer to my middle and high school. And after that, it was just never the same. Yeah, it's weird how that shift just happens. Although, I don't think that, I'm trying to think back, because I adulted pretty early. And then all that stuff kind of stopped happening. Like seventh got married grade, and had kids and shit, and then once yeah. I moved back up here, it was like hanging out with all the friends again. I don't think I ever really stopped feeling like a kid. Like being on set and just telling these like stories, <sighs> where you get to express that really childlike. We're literally just playing make believe. Yeah, that's it. It's just a whole new fucking level of it, <laughs> depending on what film you're doing. Just make make believe, but with a hint of 
reality and a lot of responsibility added in. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not really play because there is so much going into it, but, like, we get to play. Yeah. Yeah, we get to play pretend. (laughs) And, like... In some roles, when you play pretend with, you're like, I never want to do that again because that was kind of hell. (laughs) And, like, this shoot has been incredibly stressful for me, but, like... at the same time, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. Like, I'd rather be doing this. I'd rather have a bad day on set any day than go back to being, like, a server at Salsaritas or a bagger at Food City. Oh, God, yeah. Like, I'd do a morning job so that I can go and do this afterwards, and it is 1,000% worth it. Yeah. Even if it's slow work, even if it's hours and hours of just sitting in a chair getting shit applied to your face and then only using it for one shot. Yeah. <laughs> this guy. Yep. <laughs> Which I, I applied my own makeup. Which I, I did the same and it thing really for took... He Comes to Kill whenever I got the thing stuck in my head. Oh, yeah. Well, like, other than that, like, yeah, it's... Yeah we're, yeah, we're just kids hanging out and trying to figure out life. and. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, because I feel like we're at a disadvantage. And... Because it's like you're going through life and you want to go to older people to get advice. But, like, their advice, especially of, like, you know, go to college. Okay, well, that's a scam. We all know that. Like, that's, like people are breaking away from that shit. The living until you're 65, you know, working until you're 65 so you can live for, like, maybe 10 years. That's gone down the drain. So it's like but all you the... you know how quickly that uh, Social Security runs out? Oh, yeah. Like two years. But it's weird because it's like you can't go to them for advice, really, when it comes to life stuff because their rules... Apply to them. Well, yeah, and how they were raised, and that worked then, but it doesn't work now. It could be, but you'd be miserable. And we don't want to live that way. Yeah, we don't want to live that way. So it's kind of like we're just we're just free-balling it, and <laughs> whatever happens... And, and the, the, on the bright side, though... And people would say this is a reckless mentality, but it's really not. It's such a freeing thing. I sent this video to August. You cannot fuck up this life. You, you can can't. make mistakes. Yeah. But no matter what you do... Even then you learn from it. Yeah. Like, so what if it doesn't work out? Then, then like, really there's no, oh, well, I don't, you know, nervousness about taking a risk. You can't fuck up. You can't fuck up. Best case scenario, it works out. Worst case scenario, you learn from it. Yeah. And it didn't work out, and you go from there. There's no point where anyone can say, oh, damn, I'm fucked. Because that's, that's not real. <laughs> Which, once you realize that, it's like, it's so freeing because it's like, oh, should I get this job? Should I do this? Or, you know, in August's case, should I quit my job? Well, there's no risk, really. I mean, you have stuff that. You have to be responsible for yes, and there is a bit of there is a bit of risk, but it doesn't. It's not like if it fucks up, you're you're completely fucked. Yeah, because that's not how it works. You just get a at that point in time if you applied everything to it and it didn't happen, then you just get a plan B. But you don't do that until plan A is just completely outsourced. Yeah, which haven't hit that point yet. I guess to see how that turns out. <laughs> like, that's another thing, like, with, uh, 
what August is doing right now, he's leaving his big job, like, and going and doing this full time. Hell yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Anybody that says that that's a bad decision, go eat a dick. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, he's still going to be able to make money, and he's doing the thing he wants to do. What is wrong with that? It's because they can't do it. Or they're too scared to. Yeah. It's usually what happens. I mean, it's that's the same backlash I got whenever I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to do DoorDash full-time because Walmart, if I stick here, then I can't do stair. And I can't do any of the acting things I want to do, so I just quit Walmart that day. I didn't even give them a notice. Or like whenever I left JTV and went five minutes after I left JTV, I called UPS and said, hey, my shoulder's good. Can I come back now? Yep. Yep. Okay, see you tomorrow. Yep. But I didn't tell anyone for, it was like a week, I think, after I quit Walmart, a week or two almost. And then I was just like, yeah, I quit Walmart. And they were just, all of a sudden, all their... They just panicked. Like, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm like, I'm, I was making money with DoorDash. Like, that's, I still have a job. But, you know, it, it doesn't offer a 401k and all these you know stupid fucking ideas of security that's just fucking retarded. Oh, yeah, look at Walmart. They give a 401k when you're 65. Yeah. <laughs> I am 21. <laughs> I still have 40 years, and I doubt I'll make it that long. So who cares? Yeah. The only thing that... 44 years, Jesus. Like, here's the thing, is the only thing that I've realized that has job security is you finding a way to kind of independently contract your own money and not actually work for someone. Entrepreneurship is job security. The only one who could fire you is you. Yep, that's it. Because everyone else, you're working for this company and you love them or whatever and you... Just all this other shit. Like, if you were to die, boom, dude, by the end of the week, your job's already filled. Yeah. That's it. Because they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. You're a cog in the system. Whenever that cog wears out its gears, you just got to get a new cog. Yeah, that's why. I mean, if you do have a 9-to-5 job, and people disagree with this advice, but you are the you're the last one to show up and the first one to leave because you're going to make the most money out of your time. Everyone that's doing all this extra bullshit, unless you're just doing some overtime to get some extra money, more power to you. But if you're trying to just like peak season at UPS. suck the corporate dick, there's no point. Because there's, there's a, a CEO. Do you think he's phased by you? No. <laughs> CEO? He, no. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you were just up horrible. I'm sorry. Was. <laughs> I was going to let it pass, but I was going to give you that one, but okay. <laughs> but, I mean, if you just up and quit your job. Tomorrow, you think the CEO of the company is going to wake up and be like, "Well, shit, damn, what are we going to do without him? No, he doesn't even know your name. You're a number. And their their like income monthly is not going to change. You're not going to drastically overturn the business. They don't care. And they never will. Nope. <laughs> so why not take a big old fat shit on them? And then right after that, take a big old fat risk. Exactly. And just put it all out there and see what the fuck happens. There you go. You can't fail that way. I think August is doing the right thing. I was I was waiting for him to. <laughs> I was. When I found that out, I was like, God damn it. Thank God. <laughs> he was needing to. Man. Still wish we could have got him on set for stop, though. Yeah. But we did get John. We did get John. 
Which he was a good sound guy for the first two shoots, and then he didn't show up. <laughs> ah, just kidding, John. We love you. <laughs> but seriously, you didn't show up the last time. We needed you badly. Jordan was a terrible sound guy. Well, because I had to play a character. I couldn't he was hold the so bad. I was, because you didn't tell me when to do sound. <laughs> so was I, I, was I didn't have to tell John when to do sound. He just did it. No, actually, you did. Several times. <laughs> yeah, I was still less than you. <laughs> Several times. John, hey, what's up? We need you. <laughs> oh, to do what? Hold this. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and he did a great job. He did. Yep. <laughs> me, it was just like, damn it, Jordan, we need sound. No one told me. <laughs> you should have been, You should have read my mind and known that we needed sound in this situation. Nope. <laughs> also, we did learn that shot lists are so, so convenient. I told you that. Yeah. And then you actually tried it. <laughs> Yeah, then we actually tried it. <laughs> Say we, you. <laughs> then I actually tried it. Yeah, we did. I, say, we I had a shot list like, all the time for the shave. Because we got all these shots that we needed, just these pickup shots and things, in like 30 minutes. <laughs> yep, because it's like, okay, we got that one, on to the next one, on to the next one, on to the next one. But the thing with that is, I don't know if I could do that from the very beginning. Because I wouldn't know what type of shots I want to get of a certain situation until I'm right there on set, knowing how people are going to move and how I can shoot it. Well, that's the thing is you get on set, like what we did before, and then you have an idea where this person's going to be sitting, where he's going to be walking and coming down. You have that idea and how you want to shoot it. That's exactly how you want to do it. And then you tell them, this is where you move. This is where you come down. You're going to stay right here. That's where you direct them. You make them play your by your rules, basically. Rather than just being like, okay, well, have fun, and I'll figure it out. No. <laughs> no. I mean, you saw me on the shave. It's like, no, I need you to come up here, right here. We're going to mark it here. Come up here. Walk slower. <laughs> I mean, you you tell them how to become a person, basically. If I could shove my hand up your ass and make you walk like a puppet, I would. Exactly. I felt that way a lot on the shave. <laughs> God damn it, Jason. <laughs> Yeah, which we also have the uh, blooper reel is already out, and this coming Wait, Thursday... the blooper reel's already out? By the time they've watched this video, it uh, will be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we record yeah. these a week in advance. Yeah. Yep. So then, uh, this coming Thursday, we have Behind the Mask of the Shape. Yes. Which is about, uh, it's, it's a 40-minute behind-the-scenes slash deleted scenes kind of featurette. Yeah. And you'll get to see how many times we actually did different takes of... It's a lot. A lot of things. <laughs> It was a lot. <laughs> yeah. And then some some angles that we were going with, I was rewatching. I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking when I thought that that was good? <laughs> and then you and get then to the pool table you... scene when it's immaculate cinematography. Yeah. Hmm, I wonder why. Well, we both had a hand in that. Mr. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that was the most and controlled it... setting we had. Oh, fuck yeah, it was. The rest of it was outside and people dying. No one died in the pool table. Oh, shit, we have less than a minute oh shit okay well i think that wraps up real shit so we're gonna go ahead and pick pause a movie out of a hat yep, okay i was uh, saying words but fuck me pause Please. it and then we'll pick a movie out of hat like jordan was saying eat a dick jordan bye all right and we're back with our final segment picking wow. a movie out of a hat and oh, it's a snake. yep jordan has my brand new red bull snake saul because saul goodman is full of bull and he's a snake in the grass about a big all right, so anyway, every week we pick grass. a random... I forgot that I was leaning that far away from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> that 
They've probably still heard you. Probably. But yeah, so anyways, we are now going to pick a random movie out of a hat. This is the hat, and you, you can hear pick. the movies in there. So yeah, this is, uh, let's do it. Please be a good one, please be a good one, please be a good one. Oh, it's one of mine, fuck one yes. I can't it, trust yours after fucking whatever that movie was. Deep Red, like an, yep. <laughs> a year ago. <laughs> it feels like it was a year ago. Alright, so now we have... Don't look up, but it has Dan crossed out on it. Mm. Dan, don't look up. Who's Dan, Jordan? Huh? I don't know. But yeah, this is the uh, don't look up movie that came out last year. Uh, last year or the year before with year before. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Have Jennifer you seen Lawrence. It? No, I've seen the previews though. Oh, I saw it. Is it just a movie? You'll have to watch it and see. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll just have to <laughs> see how bad this movie is. It's not bad. It's just it, my snake. I'm gonna hold it. It's 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 definitely different. Wow. I'd say if you go into it with no expectation, you'll be pleasantly disappointed, surprised. In a way that you know you'll be like, okay. <laughs> so that happened. Well, I heard it was like a. Uh, it like definitely a has global an, warming. Thing, it has an agenda like, to it. Well, I mean, because Leo's real big on. Well, yeah, Leo's fine. Like, I uh, well, I mean, he's just real big on like the you know environment and everything else like that. So he's definitely but with a meteor that. instead of yeah, kind of reminds me of like Man Bear Pig from South Park. Well, it's it's also very accurate into how the government treats serious kinds of things. Like, and oh, it, so they're just complete idiots. Yeah, and if things were to happen this way, this is exactly how it would probably go down. Okay. Also, I love this little snake. So it's kind of like a. An entertaining yet depressing dose of reality in the world of the world that we live in. <laughs> I got you, I got you. Yeah, that's pretty much it. He's climbing my head. He is. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's gonna do it for this week's. Um yeah, Thursday be on lookout for uh the shape behind the mask. Um if you haven't checked out the blooper reel, it's already up. If you haven't checked out our last podcast with uh, special guest Leonard Freeney, go ahead and do that. It's up on the YouTube page. And, and just also... know that I had a ladder. Yep, he did. <laughs> you definitely had a ladder. <laughs> All right, well, anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Stop going to the hat. All the snakes go to the hat. It's dark. I don't know. Okay, bye. Yep. <laughs>